Good morning. <clears throat> Ooh, yeah. Until I haven't used my voice very much yet this morning. At all. <laughs> this is indeed Coffee with Alan um, this morning. And uh, I just, uh, I, I was gonna say, like, I'm trying to trying to figure out a way to retool this going in the future. I just ran out of time this this week and weekend. So uh, this will this will be kind of hopefully the the last of this format uh, until we can be able to retool some things. Um, mainly just mainly just the format of how um, how this appears. So you know it won't necessarily be you know me and in, in in the library here. Um, but maybe going back to, you know, going out and I'll record it somewhere on location for fun. Um, cause I, I missed, I missed that kind of about from, you know, it's weird to say that I missed the quarantine. I don't miss the quarantine, uh, or the, you know, the stay at home order. I, but I, I miss, uh, going out on location and recording, uh, sermons from like, like the top of a mountain or next to a river somewhere. Uh, so I'm going to try to do some, some more stuff like that. Uh, kind of going into the future, but um, this morning, um, one thing that keeps striking me as interesting um, is love in the fruit of the spirit. So you know, we've been talking uh, the last couple of weeks uh, about um, the fruit of the spirit. So talking about um, Galatians chapter five, um, what is it, uh, thirteen through twenty six. And uh, and so, one thing that's uh, that has struck me as interesting as part of this is that's um, not necessarily you know, sermon worthy. Is that when they talk about but the fruit of the spirit is love, and they go on. But it, for instance, like this this is my net Bible, so this is has all these different textual notes about how and why they translated certain things certain ways and other ways that other people uh, translate uh, certain passages uh, but it's always it's been striking me as interesting um, that um, so we can find this one too because it, it talks about it in the passion version too um, the passion translation but so this one says um, another way to punctuate this is this love followed by a colon. So apparently another way in the Greek that they punctuate this passage, it says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, colon, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So it talks about how this is actually, it is po thus possible to read the eight characteristics following love as defining love. I thought that was interesting. Let me see what. Let me show you, kind of show you what this one says. And this one says, um, um, there's a clear textual inference that the fruit, singular, of the Spirit is love, with the other virtues displaying aspects of the greatest quality of Spirit life, agape love. So it's interesting to think about how it says you know, to think that there's there's the uh, a weighty argument to be made for that the that the fruit of the spirit isn't nine things it's one thing and that one thing is love not not like you know fru fru like oh i love you i love you know, like this 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 emotional affection 
you know, it, it, when it talks about love in the, in the scriptures, when, it ta- when it's referring to um, agape, it's not specifically talking about affection. You know, I I love you. You're this 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 this. You know, I love you. Perf- you know, affection. I feel affectionate for you. I feel this brotherly connection with you. I feel or this familial uh, you know connection with you. Um, as as C.S. Lewis famously wrote the book uh, The Four Loves, and talking about how there's four words for love in the Scripture. Um, you know, one agape. Uh, two, phileo, meaning brotherly love. So Philadelphia is uh, the city of brotherly love. Um, eros is like a sexual love. It's not, it doesn't actually appear in the Bible, but it, well, it appears in the Septuagint, which is the Greek, tra- Greek translation of the Old Testament from back in Jesus' days when it was tra- translated into Greek. Uh, but this, this erotic uh, sexual love. Uh, but then there's also the storge, concept of love which is familial love so family love uh, but this 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 passage is specifically talking about in, here in Galatians 5 is talking about um, the fruit of the spirit is love and yeah and Sienna you said Sienna not Sierra ha I got you um, Sienna uh, reflected on that the fruit it's not it doesn't talk about the fruits being singular it, I'm sorry being plural it's fruit being singular. It's one. It's the, the fruit, singular, of the Spirit is love. And what does that agape love look like? Uh, and as we've been talking about the word love, uh, uh, being agape in the scripture, it means this, this preference. It's, it is a, um, it, it's a, basically the connotation is this, steadfast devotion it's this i choose you um i i prefer you i i've chosen you i've chosen to to love give and give affection and attention to you and to you only um or i I guess not not maybe not even necessarily only but i've i've chosen to love, to be steadfastly devoted to you. Now, it's if you think about, if you really start to think about that that connotation, love doesn't give up. Like not love never fails. Agape never fails, as as the as First uh, Corinthians thirteen says. You know, love is patient, kind. All these things. It's it's describing. You know, Paul's describing love in those facets. Um, and here he's talking about the fruit of the spirit being love. And what is that love? So like he describes it in 1 Corinthians 13, this is also another description of love. What does love look like? Love looks like joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Um, Now, it is all those things. So it's not just that the fruit of the Spirit is, is one thing necessarily, but it is all those things. Because if it is love, then it is those things. And if it is all those things individually, you know, specifically, together, lo- you know, love being one of nine, it's the same concept. But So the argument is not necessarily whether it you know, is you know, love and then the rest describe it or not, or if, it, or if it's nine, truly. But either way, they, they they describe what it look what life in the lived lived in the spirit 
is the fruit of a life that is filled with God's Holy Spirit, a life that is filled with God's presence, looks like agape love, looks like joy. And I almost, I almost entitled this, you know, t- this morning I was, I was deciding which way, which direction to go, and and uh, thought keep coming, you know, kept coming up to to just to talk about the theology of joy. Because there's so much just in each one of these words. I mean, we could, I literally, you know, when I was um, trying to um, decide on, on preaching this passage, uh, these last few, you know, this the, the, during the season, I was like, do I just preach one sermon? Do I preach, you know, a couple? Do I preach one sermon on each fruit of the Spirit? Like, do I, do I spend a week on on love, a week on joy, a week on peace, patience. Like, do I do a nine, 10 week series on the fruit of the spirit? Um, and I may at some point, but I don't know if it's necessarily, necessarily now, but it, it's so worth it. It's so worth looking, looking at each one of these words specifically, and even doing a little compare and contrast, you know, like talking about, you know, we, you know, he says the works of the flesh, you know, the, for the, for the flesh or, you know, as we've been talking about the flesh or the natural realm, that which is, is natural, that, that which is physical. Um, but the flesh, the natural, um, has, des- has desires that are opposed to the spirit. And the spirit has desires that are opposed to the, to the, to the natural realm. For those are in opposition to, to each other. Uh, but I say if you're led by the spirit, you're not under the law. Uh, now the works of the flesh. Um, wait, where'd it go? Oh, this is interesting. So... The works of the flesh, or um, no, where to go? Uh, there are it is. So he talks. To, you know, this is the, again the Net Bible describing flesh um, as an opportunity for the flesh. In Paul's thought, especially all parts of the body constitute a totally known, known, or you know, is a total, totally known as flesh, which is dominated by sin to such a degree that. Wherever flesh is, all forms of sin are like are likewise present, and no good thing can live in sarks. You know, talking about you know, sarks, but it's not just you know simply body. It's 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 the physical realm. It's like this natural realm around, like basically like our our, our existence as a person in the physical realm, um, which is our bodies. And so basically, like um, for the works of the flesh, the body, the sarks, the 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 natural realm that we live in are obvious. And then it goes into to describing all these things, you know, sexual immorality, impurity, depravity, idolatry. I mean, all these things that we talked about in this passage. Um, I love, I love, I just love the passion translation just because of the way that it puts things and brings them into like modern day speech. Um, so like, you know, sexual immorality, lustful thoughts, pornography, chasing after things instead of God. Manipulating others, hatred of those who get in your way, senseless arguments, resentment when others are favored, temper tantrums, angry quarrels, only thinking of yourself, being in love with your own opinions, being envious of the blessings of others, murder, uncontrolled addictions, wild parties, and all other similar behavior. Talk about, you know, the works of the flesh are obvious. They, they manifest these things. And when I preached on them, I was like, you could see these things. Scroll Facebook and you can see each one of these things in, in living color, you know, being posted on, on our social media feed, news feeds. But the fruit of the Spirit is you know, love. 
and it continues. And you can you can do like this really, you know, I would, you know, I would love, you know, just go. You, you can spend so much time just in this passage, like looking at not only each word individually, but also looking at each one and how they contrast the works of of the flesh, the works of the of the natural realm, the works of physical bodies, the works the works of the realm of the enemy all around us in this natural realm. And so, and you can see the compare and contrasting, like you can't merge the two. There's no way to say, you know, works of the flesh and fruit of the spirit can, can be one and the same. They can exist in the same life. Um, they, they are mutually exclusive. Um, and so, and like I said, you know, who are you? You know, like I preached last week, who are you? It's not that we're trying to cultivate the fruit of the spirit more like, Oh, I've got to, I've got to have more patience. I've got to have more love. I've got to have more joy. You know, it's, it's not these things that we muster up. These things are fruit of the spirit, which means that they are fruit and the evidence of a life that is spent filled with and lived through the, the presence of the, of the spirit of God. And so if there be anything I could, I would, I would be, I would challenge you with this morning is to live in and through the presence of God. How do you live through the presence of God? Um, meditating on his word, um, spending, spending quality time in prayer spent and spending like, so we we're talking about this as, as guys, like, um, you know, as, as pastors yesterday, we we're talking, um, some of the most meditative times are when we're doing something. You know, some of the most meditative times when I'm reflecting on God and his word in my mind and praying and spending time in his presence is when I'm doing something like specifically like mowing the lawn or walking around the church building or uh, watering the lawns or biking or hiking. Um, or, you know, like that's why, you know, one of the things that I love about going out into the woods is just spending time, quality time with God. Or just like in the morning over coffee. I'm about to go, go upstairs and, and read, read the Bible, read my, my day to day, uh, CSB, um, chronological Bible, uh, for a daily, daily time in the word and in daily time in scripture going through, we're going through right now that we're in Leviticus. So, um, <laughs> adventure, but, uh, spending time with God and, and asking the biggest thing is asking God, what is your heart? What is your mind? What is you, what is your perception of this passage that I need to get that I need to understand that you need to reveal? Asking God's perspective on things, like I said, prayer is perspective. Now, prayer's focus is getting it is gaining God's perspective, and so um, that is is you know the fruit of that kind of life, a fruit of a of of the life that is lived in and through. The presence of God and the presence of the Holy Spirit and the presence of prayer, the presence of you know Scripture reading, the pre you know the the evidence of being of of life's being spent, um, in the presence of God is you know the fruit of that is how it manifests in our lives. Love. Do we love others? Do we love ourselves? We can all, all honestly be our own critic on our own. And wield the wield the sword against ourselves more often than others, or than more often to ourselves than than to others. Um, 
do, do we have a joyful life? Would people look at our lives and say, you're, you're joyful all the time. Um, just there's something about you, even in the midst of like, you know, frustrations and like, ah, you know, you still oddly enough feel like you're joyful. Like there's a root in you that is, that is happy. Um, and I, there's, an, there's a passage, the really great passage about that. I think, I believe in Isaiah. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about that later, but patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, goodness, vir- you know, virtual and, you know, self-control. These are the fruit, the evidence of a life lived in the presence of God. So I would encourage you not to pursue the fruit of the spirit, but to pursue God and the fruit of the spirit. They'll come. Um, so yeah, hope you guys have a great rest of your day. See you guys later.